This is WWE Superstar Modern Day Maharaja Jinder Mahal, and you're listening to WNF. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right, with everyone. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And welcome to episode 401 of the official podcast what? for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abair. All right. So Take we'll, a shot of dang. Crown and Coke. Yeah, it's going to be a good night. For us, at least. Yeah. I don't know as far as tonight. Sh- I don't know about the show, but uh, it's going to be fun for us. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. Got lots to talk about. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. Got some hot topics as well. Uh, no interview this week. No predictions or reviews this week either. Uh, we got our uh, fast lane predictions next week. Yeah. <coughs> but, uh, but we do have something fun lined up for tomorrow night at least. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, before that. we get into the Wrestle Talk and all that stuff. Cheap plug for the folks at Wrestle oh, Talk. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to plug them. Wrestling Before talk. we talk wrestling. Wrestling News. Conversation before we uh, give you your source for n- wrestling news. There's a lot of games that are gonna be coming out. Yeah, that I want really the new Pokemon game. One for sword the or shield. Yes, pick your um, side. The shield. No, uh, the shield. Are you a defensive shield. fighter or an aggressor? I would say aggressor. Then the sword is for you, sir. Yeah. Then I will be that. shield. They have a uh, <coughs> Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Uh, Mario Maker, yeah, for the Switch. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. See, I never got to play Mario Maker. It was fun. I know. I saw a lot of videos on it, and I'm. There's curious. some people who are more advanced than they. Me yeah, I've seen some that are don't like have time. Insane. Yes. I'm curious as to how I'll do. Because you know me and uh, creations. Yeah, they can sometimes go well. So hopefully sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. Hopefully it goes well for me. Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. I'm interested all in that. Uh I also reserved a game that's coming out. Oh. Um okay. You know those cards I, I collected, those uh Japanese Dragon Ball cards? Yes. Well, there's a now there's a reason for it. <laughs> well, no. But there's a uh a Switch game that's coming out that's just like the arcade game, but they're bringing it to America on Switch version. I reserved that. It's called Dragon uh, Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission. Interesting. So I uh, what's that, that game that recently came out that does have Dragon Ball characters going up against like Naruto characters? And oh, um, all different anime Shonen Jump yeah. characters. That's Jump Force. Jump Force. Um, I think it's better than uh, J All Stars, which is also uh, years before that uh, on. PlayStation 4, which I didn't like it, but uh, this one, I guess, is, has a better storyline, mm. but uh, this is called, uh, um, what does it say? It? Jump what? Force. Jump Force. So Farce. Farce. Yes. It's a farce. Farce. That's cool. Any other games you're looking forward to? 
Man, I got games that are in my possession I haven't even finished. I had I have not finished a Red Dead Redemption 2. I tried God of out. War, the latest one. Still want to play um, that. Shit, I should just let you borrow it to, <laughs> to play it. I don't know when I'm going to get to play. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even picked up a controller for, in a while. Uh, I still haven't unlocked all the characters for Smash Bros. Dude, come yeah. on. Dude, I got I haven't even beat uh Let's Go Eevee. Well, I haven't eaten. I haven't well, I need to get shit. that Meltan and Melmetal. I'm working on that. Are you uh, working on it right now? You can get a uh, Shinies. Oh. Mel, Meltan well, and Melmetal. on that. You better, it, it goes to March 4th, so you better hurry. Oh, okay. Thanks for the heads up on that. I'll have to be quicker. Yeah. Get mine now. Give me that Shiny. <sighs> um, nom, nom. But yeah. Uh, the new Pokemon games will come out at the end of 2019. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so a lot of fun. I know we're looking forward to tomorrow. Um, we're going to be getting to sit down and chat with uh, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. That's going to be awesome. Um, nice. I'm yeah. going to be able to bring my equipment, hopefully. Not too to, far uh, from home. Yeah. he's he, You know, for those who know, he's from Silsby, Texas, which is just up the road from us. It's about a 30-minute drive. Yeah. So, uh it's gonna be cool. He's gonna be the uh, guest speaker at a uh, at a charity function, and uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to talk to the director of the function, and they invited us to bring our equipment and have a chat with him for, for yeah. about 25, 30 minutes, and should be fun. So we'll probably include that on next week's episode if we don't upload it, you know, individually. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that, and uh, we're gonna bring our equipment. Get to bring it on the road, similar to how I did for on Ring of Honor. The road and, uh, again. That's right. Sing it, Willie. Um, so, yeah. So, be on the lookout for that. We might post a picture or two just to get you guys hyped. And I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun. Hopefully, we don't get the Rima Faki instance huh? again. The what? The Rima Faki. Rima Faki? Rima Faki. <laughs> Faki. Where, uh, where we're promoting something before it actually happens and... We'll get there, and they'll be like, no, sorry, you're not on the list. You can't get in. They, I've been told that we are on the list. Yes. So, not Chris Jericho's list. Good, good, But good. the list to get us to talk to, to Mark Henry. Would you want to be on Chris Jericho's list? Because uh, it kind of... First, it started off with who was annoying him. Yeah. Because the, the list originated with Mick Foley. Yeah. And uh, then it became just anybody got on it. You just made the list. You know what happens? Cheese. When you don't appear on my sandwich, you just made the list. <laughs> so yeah, um, so we're getting closer to Fast Lane, which means we're getting closer to WrestleMania. I know I'm kind of looking forward to WrestleMania this year. Man, okay, I'm jumping into things right now. Let's jump all around. Uh, jump, jump, crisscross. I'll uh, make you. So jump, what jump. happened at the end of Raw? And I was like, end of Raw, yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, we're not too far out from Mania. No. This just proves he's just uh, Bautista. It's what are coming, you talking it's about? coming in. Crowd went nuts for him. Don't get me wrong. They are. But he's going to do his thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to probably make an appearance or two after Mania and he's done. Yeah. That's just, I was like, that is quick. Yeah. That's what they usually do with people like that. But I'm it's like, a special attraction Lord, match. You know, but I was like, good Lord. I mean, heck. It got people like Noah messaging us. Hey, whoa, what's this I, I was about, about to tell him before you answer, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about, oh, man. I was sorry. about to then I was like, oh, I can't do it now. Yeah. 
or is this true? And I was like, nah. <laughs> I don't know where you get your no way, info, man. but where dude, that's pretty false. I don't care what ESPN and Fox yes. is saying. Yeah. None of these. Don't look at. Don't none look of these online. Sites are don't look at videos. You don't went read to articles. WWE.com. Oh my gosh, on, that's man. fake news. Stupid. <laughs> so he's trying. Okay, I'm going to let our listeners know right now. Here we go. Uh, Noah approached me uh, today about doing the Choco Challenge. Now, for those of you who are Fuego. not... Yes, for those of you who are not aware, it is a uh, chocolate that has been infused with a ghost black reaper. Yeah, so apparently this is hotter than the regular Carolina Reaper. Yes. Um, so he's trying to get the two of us to participate in this challenge and i told him well that's all fine and dandy i'm you know i'm actually interested in doing it um but i would like to use our platform to draw more attention to the why um of the reason now for every person who purchases one of those challenge boxes um the company makes like a five dollar donation to uh, prostate cancer uh the prostate cancer foundation so i'm thinking well if they're gonna make five dollars i want to up the game i want to make a, a higher donation yeah so i've recently started a gofundme page is 100 percent legit uh if you want to if you would like for us uh tyler and myself tyler's agreed to do it if yes. we reach our goal if we don't reach our goal he's not doing it i've agreed if we reach a certain amount if we reach our goal then we will either videotape it or Facebook Live us doing the Chaco Challenge. Yeah, and we we're going to take some of the proceeds that of that GoFundMe and uh, and donate it to the charity because that's going to be you know that's that's the main reason why we're why we're doing this. Um, so I I just wanted to have a reason for us doing it other than just physically torturing ourselves. Yeah, uh, you know it'd be going to a good cause. So. If you want us to, to do it, you know where to go. Know Just the, go to the Facebook page. It's going to be painful. It's going to be incredibly painful. And I really like, think we should get Sushan involved because... He likes stuff He like likes that. the spicy stuff. And this is like... This is not just like, oh, jalapeno or habanero. No, this is like the fucking like, hottest shit on the yeah. planet now like, I like, you got to deal with. I like spice to a degree... Like when we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I will get the the Asian zing or the spicy yeah, like garlic. That. You know, the spicy but garlic. But that stuff my jam. doesn't hold a candle to. It's like nothing. What that is nothing compared to these things. So yeah, even like the okay, take for instance seventh or eighth hottest pepper in the world is the ghost pepper. That's still pretty hot. That's yeah. a hot hot. And yeah. like take that up, you got the Trinidad Scorpion, uh, Carolina Reaper. That stuff. I'm like, and this tops them all. Oh my. God, like, or we, this is what, what they said. Doing I, okay, ourselves? I don't know for sure on the the scale what it is, but this is what this company is claiming. It's claiming this it's harder, harder than the Carolina than, Reaper. Yes, so they're calling it the Black Reaper. Yes, because I don't I don't know my peppers <laughs> as well. Um, know your so, pepper. Yeah, if that's Seth, Seth Rickson, he knows his peppers. Yeah. But, so um, we've set up a GoFundMe account. If we reach our goal in the time allotted. We will do the challenge. Yep. So the rest is up to you guys. I guess we were like, should like, we should do it, and Noah and Sushan all we should all get. Oh, Noah's to, doing it if we get like. Five well, he's bucks. doing it no matter what. He's doing it for five bucks. But he'll like, get he it. like messaged me and like I, I feel like like doing this. I'm like in my head, I was like, I know it's going to a good cause. At first, but I was like, I don't feel like 
my mouth like melting. Yeah. And like we'll have milk on. I don't want to poop fire or liquid fire or whatever. A day or two of you know. You want your insides to hurt? Yeah. A day or two of unhappiness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can do it Um, for the sake of charity. So I was freaked out one time. So my friend Sushan. When he lived with me for a little bit, <laughs> and you know the story, I do so very well. Him and Noah went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and I know people are gonna say you're one of these guys. I just did it, okay. I'm not always like this. So he got he's, leftovers. He's always like this. Leftovers. Don't let him left fool you. He's fridge. always like this. So when I went home, I was like, "Oh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Must be Sushans. I'm gonna eat this." So he had two different flavors, and one of them was the hottest that they serve. And maybe to some people, they're like, "Oh, that's not really hot." Blazing but, challenge. Yeah, but I I ate it ate like two of them i was like oh my gosh my <laughs> lips i felt like were swelling i don't know if it was but it felt like it my my mouth was on fire and i felt it going down <laughs> oh god that's how hot it was i don't remember like hurting when i used the restroom but i felt it like going down like the hotness i was like oh god this is not good oh god irritation. i was nervous i was nervous i just have to load up on antacids good and, uh, lord we'll have milk on standby Ice cold milk. Whew. So, uh, so yeah. So the ball is in your court, listeners. If you want us to do the uh, Chaco challenge and uh, basically torture ourselves, all you have to do is make a, a sizable yeah. donation yep. to our GoFundMe. And if we reach the goal, we'll do it. Simple as that. If not, then hey, you know, no, we'll still do it. No, we'll still do it. That's <laughs> right. We'll make him do it as part of my birthday. It'll be my birthday present. You can be like, dude, I we got you that ticket. To, we invited you along to Elimination Chamber. It's the least you could do. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Noah. Do what I say. He's going to die. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, let's talk about Raw. Um, started off on a very positive note. Uh, Roman Reigns came out to address the crowd. First off, I'm so thrilled that the crowd gave him that reaction. Yeah. You know, they did. Then no one was being That was quick, dick. though. Was that pretty quick that he, like, four like, months he got his cancer in remission, huh? Yeah. That yeah. Is, I wonder what he was doing. Was he doing radiation or what was he? I'm not sure. I'm not I sure know there's what, different ways. You got yeah, chemo, you got radiation, you got pill radiation mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know how that works, but I heard something about pills or you could take. So I don't know. So he said leukemia, right? Yes. Isn't that like of the blood? <laughs> Or what is that? What are we talking about? What is um, it? What is? Sadly, I'm I'm not too aware. I'm not aware of that either. So, but hey, no, that's good. I know that's pretty quick, but that's uh, that's really good that he got that in remission. So remission yeah. remission is like, what is the definition? Uh, I think remission. we're all like the cancer cells are either in the process of going away or have gone away. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, leukemia, type of cancer that affects the blood and bone marrow, begins in a cell in the bone marrow. Good lord! So it could have been just a simple transplant. Maybe they filtered it in and out and gave him some new bone marrow. Something I'm not sure how all that works, but uh, um, but yeah, um, you know, first off, it's amazing news that he yes. was able to to return. Yes, and a lot of people. And this is the thing that bothers me about the wrestling community is that, you know, you can say that everything in wrestling is subject to being a storyline. I really don't think that they would have gone this route. Um, 
We would to, hope they wouldn't. Yeah, but I don't think so either. I but highly I highly doubt that this is. A I would. Line. I yes. I I don't think it is. But also deep down, I would. I wouldn't hope WWE would do that to mm-hmm. someone. You know, yeah. if they would, that's disgusting. Yes. Um. So Roman Reigns comes out. Crowd obviously gives him a very warm welcome. Much deserved. Yes. And I'm very glad to hear the crowd do that. Does um, he look a little different to you? He looked like he slimmed down a little that's, bit. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Um, and, you know, that could have been one of the the things, you know. like And even one of the leukemia treatment centers in Europe came out and responded and was like, look, everyone's, everyone's uh, treatment with leukemia is different. You know, some people lose their hair. Some people lose body mass. Some people, you know, but you also have to think that Roman Reigns is like a top athlete. Like he's in his body is in great condition. Yeah. So maybe you know he didn't suffer that many effects due to his. And I, I was, that's why I was thinking I was like because at the same time I was like I wonder what the treatment is because usually with chemo mm-hmm. you lose your hair. Yeah. Or hairs. Yeah. Throughout everything, so I was wondering or, what his know, treatment was. Maybe he was, and you know that was the reason why he hair, had his hair in a bun. You know we we don't know. I don't know, but that's still long. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Roman Reigns comes out and you could tell he was very humble. Yeah. Um, he was, it was not Roman Reigns. This was Joe coming out and thanking the crowd for the warm reception for all the thoughts and prayers, all the tweets and messages and all that. Uh, it was a really good promo by him. It was, it wasn't a promo. It was a speech. It was a very good speech by him. It was heartfelt and you can, you can tell when they come out and they're, cutting a script and when they're when they're uh you know speaking from the heart and this was definitely from the heart uh and the crowd was very receptive to it and i'm glad that they were um and i think it's great that you know he was able to overcome the leukemia and is has been cleared to to return i'm hoping it we all are hoping it never comes back yeah because you know we we've all there there have been people who have been affected by the loss of uh of leukemia and other types of cancer and and it sucks it's no fun for anybody mm-hmm. um so you know to to have someone come out and say oh this is storyline like nah really don't think they'd go that way because this is a serious situation and if word ever did come out where it actually was a storyline there would be so many people furious oh yeah furious um, I'm i would hope WWE wouldn't do this and i'm not trying to compare apples to apples mm-hmm. But they've done some crazy ass shit in the past. I'm not saying yeah. that they would do this. They, they would, have. They even tried to blow up Mr. McMahon. Yeah. And they the have. Thing, stuff like that. Yeah. So, is it crazy? I think maybe a little bit. I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I'm just mm-hmm. saying things right now. Yeah. They're, so, they're guilty of doing a lot of bad yeah. stuff in the past. But, you know, you also have to think they've tried to move things a little forward, you know, with the women's yeah. revolution yes. and the way that they're treating some of their talent. You know, I, I really think that they're trying to move forward, and I don't think that they would be, I don't think they would stick like that said, low. Like I said, if it came out like that was a thing, yeah, I would be so disgusted. I'd be yeah. like, I, I think everyone would be disgusted and yeah. mad and be like, they would shame lose sponsors. on you, y'all, y'all, they would that's lose. a horrible thing. Like, yeah. They would you know? lose sponsors. They would lose stock. They would lose everything. They would lose tons of viewers. Um, you know, and I really don't think this is a storyline. Um, so I'm I'm glad to see that Roman Reigns is back, and uh, and his speech was very heartfelt about how he wants to give back to those you know in need. 
um, it was really good, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. Um, I'm curious as to how long the the crowd will continue to cheer for him. Um, I think it'll time I, will tell. Yeah, I think that's one of the the tricky ones. It's like how long can we let him be cheered before he gets a title opportunity and the crowd goes, oh, there he goes again, right back into the title picture. Um, I think I think if they treat him right, they give him a couple of feuds. Um, obviously, they're gonna you know tease they they tease Baron Corbin this week. The that'll probably be his first big feud. Um, I think we'll see him feud with Baron Corbin for a little bit, maybe move on to a couple other ones and go, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking over the past few weeks and, you know, it feels great to be back in the ring doing what I love. Um, I never lost that championship title. I'd really like to earn my way back up to that. And then that way, like if they slow burn it to where he's trying to rack up wins, and stuff then that could be a way for them to to carry it over maybe by SummerSlam, if the crowd is still behind him that would be a good way to to have him go back on top um, i wouldn't be surprised if like at some point or if they're not putting him in the main picture i can picture him versus uh drew mcintyre yeah and that would be a good one see and like uh, on our on our facebook group page um i i made a conversation last night of let's go ahead and book our fantasy WrestleMania is like we know Lesnar yeah. versus Rollins is a thing. Uh, more than likely, we're ninety-five percent sure we're going to get to see Ronda versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Uh, one of the matches that I that I picked in this because of what happened on Raw this week was, um, it was Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Elias going up against Braun Strowman, uh, Dean Ambrose, or or Dolph Ziggler, depending on who's still there Finn and, Balor uh, Finn Balor and Roman Reigns like I feel like that would be oh. a, I feel like that would be a good way to have a Wrestlemania match with a lot when of the top is, talent when uh, is Dean's uh, contract up. that's that's why I was like it's April right it is in April but they haven't said when in April so I'm like is he gonna be at Wrestlemania or is he not gonna be at Wrestlemania knowing them they'll be like even though you're here for Mania we're not gonna use you yeah and that could be the thing like they could easily go alright Ziggler get back in there you know you're you're, I thought I read something about like he's doing like a comedy tour right now. Yeah, so, he is. Um, but they're being weird or something. I've read a lot of things where it's being weird. It's like he's still with WWE. He's but on he hiatus. Has, he's on hiatus. Yeah. Basically, he's on a vacation until I guess they reach some kind of a new agreement or something. Because I think his contract is up. Because it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah. So I think uh, I think they're in pending negotiations right now. It's like, should I stay with WWE or should I leave? Uh, did you get a whiff of Chris Jericho's contract from AEW? No joke, man. <laughs> that's People what, are like, I want to leave to go to AEW. If I were Dolph Ziggler, I would I would play every opportunity at that. I would say, look, AEW, they're trying to get me to talk. Here's what they're offering. Can you match it or can you beat it? If not, I know exactly where I'm going. I'm out. Yeah. And that's one of the things. That's what we saw on SmackDown. Like, I don't, I don't care if we stick to yeah the, yeah whatever we could jump back and forth. um because we saw the return of matt hardy this week on smackdown 
not in woken broken gimmick. You know, he was part he of the still Hardy has Boys. A streak in his hair, but yeah. he also I don't know if you noticed in the match when he was doing a little arm breaker, he kept on saying uh, delete, delete, delete. So it's kind of a hybrid. <laughs> what version is this? Yeah, version two point one. I don't know if you've been seeing all the cryptic. Or I don't know if cryptic cryptic stuff but on twitter and instagram or whatever mm-hmm. he's been saying stuff oh am i gonna oh i love the indies i like this and stuff yeah. or it's like or am i staying with wwe and and that's the thing his contract like their contracts expire in like 10 days um but supposedly wwe came out and said well we put a clause in your contract that and we were choosing to invoke it where we get to keep you for another year. You get a pay raise. But what to, the hell? We get to keep you for another year. That was part of the contract? Yeah. It was a clause that they put in. I don't get it. It was basically what? a, let's see how things happen. Let's see how things play out over the next two years. And we have the right to say, we'd like to keep you for one more year. Wow. I bet so he but, was about to leave. And that's the thing. Like with, with AEW coming up and them oh, trying to get all these new talents. motherfuckers. That, that was. And that and then you have to think this was back two years ago. This is long before AEW was even a thing that they signed in the contract. And it was basically we're signing a. Three, those smart motherfuckers. <laughs> it's basically we're signing a three year contract with an option for you to leave after two. So if after two years you're unhappy, we're unhappy part ways hey congratulations go have fun selfish pricks because uh, oh we're trying <laughs> to snatch up everyone in the fucking world absolutely yet there's this little company on the horizon we are a little worried about yeah we know your history They're, with some got, of the people <laughs> the bucks of youth maybe they've got financial uh, backing and uh, that worries us yes uh millionaire mcmahon meet billionaire con so uh so yeah i mean it's it's such a weird year for wrestling yes we 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 thought it was weird when if when they first started getting people from the independents oh Mm -hmm. that's weird then we thought it was weird when they start mentioning other promotions in wwe oh that's weird yeah uh then we saw dixie carter on wwe that was weird oh they're starting to work with evolve in like other indie promotions in the uk that's weird (laughs) like what yeah and then we saw a video the other day because they just hired Sanjay Dutt for backstage, God, so weird. Uh, Abyss, Abyss, and other people. Yet they're showing they're they're talking to WWE.com. Mm. Yet they're showing clips and pictures when they're in TNA and stuff. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like this is weird. They got Jeff Jarrett, who Jeff was Jarrett. one of the founders of TNA. I mean, like, dude, what is happening in the world of wrestling right now? And what's funny is that uh, I talked to Curtis this uh, earlier this afternoon, and uh, you know we were talking about the Royal Rumble coming to Houston and how they're going to have NXT and all that. And he was like, "Man, I don't even know who they're going to have at NXT because now you've got Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Aleister Black making their debuts. So it's like, okay, you've got the Undisputed Era. We got got our guy who's going to be the before we know it, he's going to be the main champion. And also, if they play their cards right, because they're promoting the shit out of this. Matt Riddle is going to retire. (laughs) Have you seen that? They're putting that shit out there. I did on the Facebook. That was great on everything. It's like out there how crazy would it be if on a random episode of nxt fucking brock lesnar shows up I, and they wouldn't do grabs that. a mic and be like i heard one of your guys has been talking shit 
Unless one of these times they just bring Matt Riddle up while Brock's there, and then they just they pull the trigger on the shit. Which yeah. you know what? Oh, I'm loud. <laughs> um, crazier things have happened in WWE. It's like, the, is this is this well, far fetched? This is 2019. This is, is gonna this, be the craziest year. Is for this far fetched? A lot no. of people are like, no, like yes. No, no this is not far fetched at all. You need like, to book this shit because yes. this is MMA versus MMA. You know, I bet this is what you want. This you is what Dana MMA. White wants, yes. and he can't have. Yes, like it's what we need. Fuck yeah, I want Matt Riddle to beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Now, if you look at the two, it's such a mismatch. <laughs> see, but Small Joe, you see the the numbers the statistics don't lie. Don't lie. Senior Joe. Um. What you really need to do to make WWE the ultimate right now is you're getting everybody from like from like different promotions. But if you want to be top of the top, like the elite, no pun intended, the best um, of the best of the best of the best. There's an older the guy. Beast. There's an older guy that you need to get to come in the promotion. He's the big bad booty, booty daddy. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. Have you seen the uh, <coughs> two episodes ago of uh, Being the Elite? Maybe. Uh, Scott Steiner was on it. Was he? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was. So here's here's the breakdown for Matt Riddle and uh, Brock Lesnar. Matt okay. Riddle listed at 6'2". Okay. Brock Lesnar's listed at 6'3". Okay. Not bad. Uh, Matt Riddle listed at 216 pounds. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar, 286. Ooh. That's a little bit of difference. A little bit of difference. Brock Lesnar's going to uh, make you realize, Matt, that you should wrestle with shoes. Uh, Brock Lesnar has an 81-inch reach. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, dick or something. <laughs> Matt Riddle, 76. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, there's another another difference maker. <laughs> Why does your mind go in the toilet there, A-Bear? <laughs> 81 inches, sir? <laughs> Poor Sable. <laughs> that's that's she too much. She would be dead. That's too much. She would be dead. That's not physically a, uh, <laughs> possible, man. Not in those shorts. Man, you know what? I think I should have got some more. I got plenty. No, you I, got plenty. I've been taking one. You drank that whole bottle? I drank that all. I need more. <laughs> Damn. I drink fast. By the way, for our listeners, <laughs> we're drinking right now. So we're having fun. Hell yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, Quite a mismatch yeah. between Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar, but but here's the thing: it would be entertaining nonetheless. It's entertaining, but Actually, if WWE didn't want that out there, they wouldn't have put that out there. You know what I mean? It may not. They may. This may not go uh, to uh, <laughs> to give you a, to give you an example. I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay, uh, Cassius Ono weighs in at 270 Cassius. pounds. Just to kind of give you an idea. So he weighs about 16 pounds less than Brock Lesnar. Good Lord. And let's be honest, Brock Lesnar is a lot more muscular than than formerly known as Chris Hero. They must be entertaining the idea. I don't think they'll pull the trigger on it, but they wouldn't have allowed that uh, to be said if they didn't want to, but it's out there. You know what I found very interesting that WWE allowed on their program? What? A freaking um who's that pot uh who's who's that former NFL player who was like on uh on their kickoff shows and stuff? Oh, Pat McAfee. Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee. He he signed a contract. He did. 
that didn't, that part doesn't bother me. I think that's cool. Okay. Here's what I found interesting as far as like what WWE allows. He put out a video trash talking Lafayette because of the crowd last week. You know, like everyone was like ragging on the crowd. Even WWE is ragging on this on the city of Lafayette. Why? Because of the rowdiness of Lafayette? Because of the lack of rowdiness from Lafayette. Lack. Yeah, they were dead last week. That crowd was so, terrible. What were they? What were they saying on the video? Just how quiet they were. It was like they guys, were bashing them. Guys, you were seeing the debut of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa on on Monday Night Raw. You're seeing Ricochet and Aleister Black. Okay, you guys are being way too quiet. Like, and yeah, <laughs> it's like don't you bully me, WWE. Pretty I do much, I want. Pretty much, like. It was such an exciting night for Raw, but it was spoiled by the crowd. They didn't react to anything. They were quiet. I'll have to send you I don't have to. I don't have to react to anything you put out that I don't want to. So don't pressure me, WWE. <laughs> Booyah. You're not my boss. But yeah. Anywho. So, um, man. Oh, yeah. So another thing is we talked about uh, the people who work backstage like mm-hmm. Abyss and Sanjay Dutt. So, so JB... Borash, uh, Jeremy <laughs> Borash, Borash, JB, talking Jeremy to Matt Borash. Riddle. Yeah, talking to Matt Riddle. It's like, oh my god. Because when he got hired on, I was like, oh, he's gonna be doing interview stuff, and like, no, he's just doing backstage. Now they're slowly doing stuff like that with JB. It was so weird hearing his voice. It's like on that package. You're in TNA. Yeah. What are you doing in WWE? <laughs> I, I knew that. So it's like, bro. I don't know, man. It's 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 weird. It is weird. It's like. Thinking back in the past, I was like, WB would <coughs> never take Samojo, AJ Styles. They do that. Mm-hmm. Hell, they even pick up people I wouldn't even think they would pick up, like uh, Bobby Roode. And they were interested at one point. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. After that match with point, Sting. At one point, they were interested in James Storm. All that stuff was weird. Yeah. The last person I thought they would be interested in, not as a wrestler role, but backstage, was Abyss. Mm-hmm. I was like, Abyss is always going to stay with them. But like, no, boy, I was wrong. Like, wrong. So again. that must be like, I don't know if Triple H or Vince or people that work under him <laughs> probably That's one of the have things. Like, I'm curious. Thumb on the pulse. It may not even be Triple H. Maybe someone in the company may have yeah. the thumb on a pulse in the wrestling world. That's what I want to know. I want to know who was in charge of making those calls. Like, who was the, who was the deciding factor? Unless it factor. was something like, oh, a friend of a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Jeff like, Jarrett came in and was like, dude, let me tell you something about Abyss. Dude, he's got a lot of knowledge in the business. He might not look the part, but he is the part. I don't know if you saw the picture when he was in the suit. He had tons of pimples on his face. Really? It looked like it. Hmm. Unless it was something else. I don't know. Don't be body shaming. I'm not. Abyss, man. What's wrong with you? I still love Abyss. Just not his pimples. We want Abyss versus Kane. Do we? Do we want that match in 2019? Just do it one time. Just do it one time. Did we want Triple H versus Sting? No. So just do Abyss versus Kane? No. (laughs) Just to have it. No. (laughs) It can go down the books. I don't mind if they have an Abyss match, but it would make no sense. Not something good, but like, it It was like, oh, the monster of WWE versus the monster of TNA. Now that Abyss Abyss is in WWE, what... And then we're spitballing here. What do you think would be the percentage chance that Abyss enters the 2020 Royal Rumble in Houston? In my head, mm-hmm. 
I in my heart too. I also say zero, zero percent. But okay, no, no, no. My heart says zero, but my I think mind, you got to go at least one percent. My mind's like, what if? Yeah, but I that would give him so. that would give him your one match. He gets to appear, and the crowd would lose their minds. It's just like I know it's it's the same, but it's not the same. That, like that but, to me. Sorry, go ahead. It's like okay, I know Billy Kidman uh used to work i mean i mean used to wrestle for wwe he mm-hmm. works backstage it's like they'll never or i don't know if it's his choice or the people who write stuff they'll never get him to go in the royal rumble mm-hmm. i wouldn't think they would do that even for sanjay yeah um abyss i don't know abyss's name okay let's <laughs> gonna say abyss chris parks or whatever it was oh uh, well his real joseph name, park joseph or? park yeah but see for me the Royal Rumble is the perfect match to have someone make an appearance without needing a storyline. So for everyone who is like, oh, come on, let me just have one match with Abyss in WWE, I feel the Royal Rumble would be the perfect fit for it because he can be a surprise entrant. The crowd knows who he is. He would go in there, perform, exit, and be done. Like, he wouldn't have to appear unless they chose to give him a storyline. I story would think line. that WWE would be like, no. It's like, no one... They See, I really... I, no I one mean, knows who you are. I, I doubt that because of the reaction that AJ Styles got when he appeared, at the reaction when Samoa Joe appeared, at the reaction when, you know, some of these stars of the past or well, other companies have appeared. I would say certain people appeared. part of WWE will know, but would Vince think that? Vince is probably old school minds like, no one knows who you are. I mean, he might, he might think that, but... Just give them the argument I just made. Guys, look at how they reacted whenever AJ Styles went out there. Like, the roof blew off the place. People are aware of who Abyss is because they're aware of who AJ Styles is. They know who Samoa Joe is. They know who all these, you know, TNA guys who have come over. They know who they are. So, the crowd is aware. WWE, you need now pick up Petey Williams. Well, let's not jump to conclusions here. I'm not jumping, just pick him up you gotta jump jump um but yeah i feel like the royal rumble would be the perfect fit for a one-off match for abyss you just come out there crowd would lose their minds they chant for abyss you know maybe eliminate one or two people get tossed out go to the back put back the suit you know put the suit back on go back to being a backstage whatever it is that you're doing and and be done you know i in my head i think that will never happen though okay We'll find out when you're wrong on... Uh, if that ever happens, I guess um, I'll kick Noah in the nuts. What does Noah have to do with this? <laughs> Actually, you know, whatever. I can't I can't be defending Noah for no reason. Go right ahead. <laughs> you kick him right square on the nuts. Uh, let's see. On Raw... I'm just joking. I'm sorry, Noah. Raw, we got to see Alistair Black and Ricochet team up. To go up against the Revival, okay. who received their second loss in a row. So you, What a way to book your you champions. You have them as tag team champions. Yes. You give them this because yes. you'll want them to leave, or that's what's rumored. Um, yeah, you have them lose. I mean, they're, gonna, they're not going to win well, every time, but they lose two weeks in a row. To be fair, if we look at the history of WWE, they're not known for showing too many of their champions to be strong like they get the titles and then they lose a lot but whenever it comes time for the championship to be defended when the titles are on the line that's where the champions win 
like if you go back and watch a bunch of the wrestling past like i've i can't tell you how many reviews of raw and smackdown i've read while typing up the show and it's always once again the champions are booked weak Mm-hmm. You know, the, the women's champion lost this week. Oh, the tag champions lost this week. Oh, here the, the regular champion is walking away from the match. You know, you didn't want anything to do with it. So it's in their history to treat their champions poorly. Yeah. Well, okay. So we got that. Then we now, I mean, since last week, we got these four guys. Yes. From NXT coming over. And recently, John Gargano lost his uh, North American title. He did, but to I also saw Velveteen Dream. I saw this online that uh, Alistair Black said goodbye to NXT. Really? Yes. Hmm. So I don't know if he's already on the main roster. Like, so what are you gonna keep on doing with these guys, especially the main champion? You can't. I, don't know. I mean, are you gonna have him on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT? Like, and I don't know. They may know this. And uh, well, I mean, Tommaso like, wasn't on this week. Gargano didn't wrestle this week. Um, so maybe they're kind of like alternating them to let the story go. I don't know. I don't know what they're, what they want to do with these guys come in there. It's like, it's like, that's the thing. Like these are your top four guys of NXT. You bring them up to give them exposure, but you've really got nothing going for them. Yeah. Like random tag matches. Like, what is that? You know, like you need to have these guys shine, you know? I mean, Hit they're the ground all running. winning. They're all winning. Yeah. And where's EC3? Where's Lars Sullivan? Heavy Machinery is a joke. Lacey Evans is a joke. Nikki Cross, where's Nikki Cross been? You know, like you, you teased these six individuals who are supposed to be making that change in the WWE. goes back to the problem of WWE having two people, uh, two people, too many people in their system. Yeah. You only have a certain amount of time mm-hmm. to do... And then when they do certain things, we're all like, what? Yeah. So. It's like they have they have three hours to get shit right. And they just squander it. Like, they don't even know what they're doing. It's like, guys, you know that Monday Night Raw is coming. Right? Like, here we are recording this on Wednesday night. We know that Monday, there's going to be an episode of Raw. There's going to be three hours. What are we going to do to fill it? It's kind of like they they wait until they get to the building and go, all right, so what's the plan? What are we doing tonight? I wonder if, because I know it's, I'm just speculating, but you got what Vince thinks and then you have, I don't know all the writers. Yeah. I don't know who they are. I've heard rumors of some of them may be from Hollywood. Yeah. And so, that's the sad thing. Like they don't know the product. They just come up with, stupid terrible storylines that don't go well with the crowd and then the ones that do except for Fred Prince Jr. even his a, I'm sure some he's of his a wrestling that fan great. down deep through so well his good. were probably filtered through Vince McMahon oh because that's the thing you can they have Vince. you can have an entire army of writers coming up with amazing storylines but in the end they well, all filter to the same person. What we need to do is it needs not it to be filtered through Vince. Yeah. It needs to be filtered through Hunter. Maybe. I mean, we see how things are going in NXT. Some of the ideas are good. Sometimes they have eh, not so good ideas. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the action. It's all about the storytelling. And NXT, I don't care if you watch NXT every single week or not at all, like myself and tune in for the takeovers on the takeovers they go out there and try to bust their ass 
Mm-hmm. You can see it. You can see the action. Is it crazy that, and not all of them, but a lot of times, there's most of the matches on the NXT Takeover are amazing. And that's the thing, you know, they know that the crowd, that the world is tuning in. They know that this is their time to shine, and they're going to do any, anything that it takes to make that happen. We're watching pay per views now since we're no longer paying $60 per pay-per-view to watch these, we're paying nine ninety nine a month. There's not as much drive. There's not as much need. These guys have traveled the world over. Everyone knows who they are. So why should I bust my ass for that? Like, I don't know. I don't, maybe it's the lack of motivation on the crowd on the, not the crowd on the, on the performers. Because you know, when was the last time, when was the last time that you watched a WWE pay-per-view match and go, oh my God, that was amazing, aside from an NXT match? Good Lord. I mean, it's been, um, it's been a it's while. It's been a while. Like, I, I know there's some that comes to, like, that was probably uh, after this, but I know I like the Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar stuff, and there's yeah. other things uh, there, mm-hmm. but I can't remember. They're few and far between, you know? When you when you look at NXT, you're like, hey, tell me what was a good match on NXT Takeover. I'm like, well, how about this? I'll tell you which ones weren't that great, and we can start from you know, and you watch <laughs> you watch everything else because they usually have. Oops, sorry, yeah, we're playing, playing footsies. Playing footsies with me, man. <laughs> Don't let that alcohol get to you. Um, so the takeovers normally have five matches. That's probably about the average, I'd say, for their two hour, two and a half hour show. Um, and they use it well. You know, they have solid matches from start to finish. Um, they've had several match of the year contenders over the course of the past few years. Like, I mean, my God, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade. Uh, you know, uh, you've you've had so many in the past that it's kind of like it's it's so expected of NXT to outshine the WWE product. And I think that's the problem is that they come out the next night and they're like, screw it. We're just going to make it. We're just going to get through tonight and get to raw tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not that passion. There's not that drive of, okay, you know, NXT, they put on a pretty good show, but we're the pros watch yeah. us. Like there, there's not that competition. In it. I mean, I know there's other companies out there that will tell you what to do. And there's some independent companies that, you could do what you want oh. in a structured form, uh, esque. But like with WWE, what we've heard and stuff, it's like you're pretty much, unless you're a super top top guy or whatever, yeah. you're gonna be told what to do. Yeah, what this is what people want and you if to you do. Break script if you break characters, then that's gonna come down on you. Yeah, and I think that's sad. Yeah. Because the product gets stale. You can tell that so these people are reading scripts and there's not yeah, a whole lot of passion figure, behind it. I, I'm going to make like, uh, I'm going to compare one thing to another. I kind of feel like WWE is like Nintendo. Yeah. It's safe. It's also, they're going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's been around forever. Yes. They've got their fan base. Because Nintendo is like the third, like yeah. uh, from the top. Yeah. And they're not pressured by. Well, anyone. you could say fourth behind like PC gamers. I guess so. Because yeah. I would say probably PC gaming top. Well, and then, I would say consoles. Yeah, as far as console goal, yeah. Yeah, so they're Nintendo like they're definitely. not pressured by Microsoft or Sony. Right. They're gonna do whatever they want to do. Right. Which 
WWE is kind of pressured by other organizations, but they're still going to do there's what not, they want. Yeah, there's it, not that real threat. It's not like a real threat, so they're going to do what they want to do. Yeah, AEW is starting to become a threat, and so they're now like, oh, wait a second. A yeah. little bit right now. Yeah. I think they're a little bit worried, but yeah. we don't know how things are going to turn out. I'd say more than a little bit if they're making these kind of big moves. and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Because you know the Bucks would be like, Hell yeah, Matt. Come on. Oh, they're, into- bo- they're best friends. Yeah. yeah. They're like, dude, we're going to take care of you. We're going to make you guys look good. And he's friends with Jericho. Mm-hmm. So they just welcome him. But they're like, Debbie's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're like, we can't have you guys going over there. So we'd like to invoke that that third year clause. I don't know if you saw contract. it. And I don't know if it was at that Ric Flair party. Woo. Did you see that picture with Chris Jericho was by uh, Triple H? Yeah. At the surprise birthday party? Yeah. you. Kn- in my head, I'm like, I wonder if he's trying. To- I wonder if a little bit like, hey, how's it going? Hey, oh, so what's going on with that yeah, organization? What's, what's the latest? You if got- I can't get anything out of you, I'll get something out of Billy Gunn when I see him uh, mm-hmm. for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. What's the skinny? Can you tell me? Yeah. Part of me, like, I would love to have been a fly on the wall during that, during that picture being taken because... Uh, for those of you who didn't get to see it, there was a surprise birthday party for Ric Flair. And, uh, I mean, Evander Holyfield was there. Dennis Rodman was there. Triple H. Uh, Chris Jericho. You know, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was there. Like, all these major stars, you know, that have been in his life. Um, and so there was a picture with uh, Evander Holyfield, Ric Flair, Chris Jericho, Triple H, and I think, like, a, a rapper or something like that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that would be... I'm wondering how much of their talk was business and how was it in know? my head. And I think Triple H is going to snoop because he talked to Chris Jericho there. And then also, like I said last week, we have the um, Hall of Fame ceremony coming, which all mm-hmm. of DX members or most of DX members are going to be in there. And yeah, Billy that's going to be one of those. Is he going to show up? Is he going to be there? And um, yeah, I would think he would show up. I think yeah. he's going to be part of it, but also. Is some of the people that he's going to see are they going to be like, hey, so what's the deal with this AEW thing? Like, yeah. they're going to poke and prod. It's going to be interesting. I wonder if like Cody, be like, please, man, don't tell him anything. Or if you're going to tell him, say this, mm-hmm. set him up with certain information. Yeah, that you know. I think they'll be prepared for that though. I'm like, dude, come on, you know, yeah. I can't talk about that. Um, one of the things that I did find interesting was that video you sent me with Conan saying the AAA. Basically, is letting them let, letting AEW run their characters. What's that actually is good because that's what they got. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was that guy? Um, Disco Inferno. No. <laughs> uh, Rick, Sammy Guevara. Oh yeah, because he's part of AAA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like the cruiserweight champion or something. Right One of the champions. Yeah. One of the champions. One of the many. Sammy Guevara. So many champions. So that's that's it. Good man. I think that's awesome. Which yeah. like organizations can See, come that's together what and the, work together. That's what the wrestling world needs. You yeah. know, like when Ring of Honor announced that they were teaming up with New Japan, I was like, that's awesome. Because like you're going to see stars cross over. You know, mm-hmm. like stars that you would never see in New Japan are going to be in New Japan. People who were, you know, never in Ring of Honor before coming over from Japan. I think that's great. You know, it's healthy competition. It's yeah. a business partnership so, that yeah, helps both companies. Triple A, and then we got that. What was that 
is it uh, from China or J- OWE? Japan? OWE. Like we never even seen those people. Yeah, come over there, and they're going to get exposure in America, in which yeah. we're going to see this and see what's the do. You know, and that's one of the things. Like I see people commenting all the time, and they're like, "AEW's not going to flourish. They're not going to do well because they don't have any deals or anything." Like, who are these stars? I'm like, dude, these guys are stars somewhere else, and they're bringing their fan base to AEW. Yeah. Those fans are going to see AEW's talent become fans of theirs as well, and that's going to help everybody. Like, this mm-hmm. is going to be like, I'm really hoping that AEW is successful because this is going to be huge for the wrestling yeah. world. Because you're going to see not only AEW exclusive talent, you're going to see Triple AAA, you're going to say OWE. You might see, if things go well enough, Ring of Honor and New Japan might go, you know what? Let's sit down and let's talk. Yeah. Let's see what we so can do right here. so far right now, no. Because, I don't think they're doing anything. No, no. But I think yes. Because let's be honest. Nothing can really compete with WWE right now unless you combine the talents of multiple companies. And I think over time, something like this could yeah. become prominent like, in like... We could be on the verge of global, like a global organization to go up against a global organization in WWE. I know a lot of people are reluctant to think that way. And I'm not thinking of that off the bat. Mm-hmm. But if it turns that way, how how crazy would that be? Like, oh, there's something that's actually can fight, uh, versus WWE? Yeah. That would be amazing in itself. Yeah. But, hey, if not, they're just, sitting, they're just doing a product, something you know, something different from WWE. It's still going to be good. It's still going to be fun no matter yeah. what. And for me, they don't even have to go head-to-head as far yes. as like... And they're n- not going to go yeah. head-to-head. Like, they're not going to go Monday night. And they said they're, they're just not, not trying to challenge WWE. They're yeah. not. Just let them do their own thing. Yeah. Let them partner up with whoever they want. Yes. You know, like, that's smart business. Yeah. You know, you you can't go out there and do it on your own to be a startup company. You just can't. You yeah. got to have help. And then there's also wrestlers who don't want to be part of one company. Yeah, they want to be multiple companies because that's where their money comes from. Yeah, like the fact like that, that they're letting that they're letting their exclusive talent go other places to to make their own money. Like Chris Jericho, he's getting to do his. You know, his cruise, his cruise again. Uh, well, he's still in talks with New Japan because there's some yeah. people that he wants to wrestle. Details yes. to follow on that one. Yes. But also, he's doing that cruise thing. So yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So, like, it's a smart business decision. You know, like, I'm really shocked that WWE, and if you go back and watch. Passed the, on that. Well, here's the thing. If you go back and watch the earlier days of Monday Night Raw, that's what it was. What? They allowed other talents. They allowed talent from other corporations to wrestle on Monday Night Raw. I heard about that. They had ECW talent on Monday Night Raw. They had talent from other wrestling. Are you cor- talking about like the original ECW? Yes. Really? Yes. They were both. They were on ECW and that. Yes. When? It was the early days of was Monday this, Night Raw. Was this? When Vince's father was running? No, no. Or was that Vince was, it was running? It was 90s, but it was very early 90s. It was the beginning, like the beginning time. Is that when, like, because Taz, w- like, had a feud with Jerry Lawler? No, that's whenever he actually came over to, okay. to WWE. But, like, even WCW did that. They had stars from Japan show up on the regular, uh, you know, as part of the cruiserweight division, you know, and I thought that was great. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, and now looking back, it was great. 
because you had you had guys from Japan wrestling on North American television who otherwise would not be seen. You know, they're getting the platform and it's making fans of those people so that when they go to Japan, some of their fans might follow them. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, dude, I saw this guy and he was really cool. Yeah. You know? um, so, I mean, it it works. It's been proven to work. Yep. So hopefully uh, it continues to work. Um, Let's see. What are they doing with Dean Ambrose, man? Because I think they're just putting them on... TV to lose and this other things until his contract expires. Yeah, he. Um, I mean, he's he's sort of become face again. Yeah, uh, you know, he's it's coming like, out. Let, cutting, let me just let's just do this because you're like, not going to be here for too much longer. So just yeah. do whatever. He's kind of cutting jokes and they sort of teased a uh, a shield reunion. Um, although he's kind of like of the mindset of you know what are you guys doing? Like you know you came out and helped, but why? You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't question it because I know he's out on his way out. So yeah. it's whatever to me. Or what if like in the last hour they say, you know what? We we'll- evoked this. You got one more year. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. For that time that you spent when you were injured, you got to, we're going to Ray Mysterio. <laughs> you. Unless they're going to do something. They already announced he's leaving. So that's so weird. Um, we got to see Ronda Rousey teaming up with Natalia going up against Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan. What? I'm going to skip something. Skip. So, skip past the match. Becky Lynch comes out. Becky Lynch does come out. Skip. Skip. Skip a little bit past that when Stephanie comes out. Yeah. Skip. Uh, Ronda's acting so tough. Mm -hmm. So tough. She's talking like that. A split second. She starts talking like this. Yeah. And, like, she's, like, sad and concerned. I'm like, what the hell? She... She's tired of being beaten up by Becky Lynch. So she you wants... You need to do this. You need to do that. But Steph, you have to do this. You have daughter. You have that. I'm like, what the She's hell? trying to play to Stephanie's emotions on that one. Because she was basically saying, you've got daughters. Uh, you know, Heath's got kids. So, you know, you want them to see this I evolution. never liked the back and forth from yeah. Rhonda. She's, she's doing okay on the mic is not anything great. I still think that if she she's were to have... She's still not a hill. She's still not a hill. No. I still think if she were to have a manager, someone to speak for her, I think that would work better in her favor. Um, and on from time to time, she'd pick up a microphone. Like, I wouldn't Maybe I wouldn't have as much as... They're just allowing her to be like the John Cena, Roman Reigns, just whatever she wants to do, you know? If she um, wants to have like a hillish moment, let her. Maybe. But she's going to do whatever she wants. Like, she's a face. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not backstage. I don't know, but that's that's the feel I get. Yes, I'm backstage. Like you're friends with I am the leak. I am the leak that gives the information to Dave Meltzer. Um, So you're intentionally messing the information up. (laughs) Just joking. I want to know who is his source inside WWE. Who's Dave Meltzer's source? Probably got several, and they're all giving him shitty advice and shitty information. Vince told me this today. (laughs) Yeah. He looked me dead in the eye and he said, bitch. He said, bitch. He said that, though. You're the man of the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Becky Lynch was arrested. Uh, and they're they're totally going over uh, this, uh, you know, Elimination Chamber confirmed it for me. And this put the nail in the coffin. They're trying to recreate Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin moments um, <gasps> through Becky Lynch. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. 
it's been a long time since some it's, wrestling fans. I mean, it's still not the same to, as the Stone Cold stuff. No, and it, it never was. will be. I mean, I was. I mean, it's not the same. I feel like, but also when I was younger, I was in a different mindset, and I felt like wrestling was a little different than it is today. You good still and believed. bad. Good and bad wise. You but still believed it was real. It was still real to me. Damn it! What a mark. So, <laughs> is that Mark? Is that a mark. Uh, so yeah, so Rhonda talking to Stephanie McMahon. I want you to reinstate Becky Lynch. If not, then you know there's nothing really keeping me here. I need you to reinstate Becky Lynch, but Stephanie, I need you to do this right now. No. Uh, so she laid the belt in front of Stephanie and walked off. So she flipped has her she, off. Has she really backflip? Yeah, punched her in the in the stomach. Face. Stomach, oh. yeah. In the shoes. In the shoes, you bitch. <laughs> Punched her in her soles of her feet. Uh, so, has she left? We don't know. We'll find out next week, I guess. It's going to be a triple threat. Yeah, but we'll find out next week because Charlotte Flair, former guest of the show, can proudly say now. Um, Woo! She announced on SmackDown that she's coming to Raw to claim the title that Ronda left. So, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Why, it's you, nature boy, not that piss and Jay Lethal. Piss and shit. <laughs> so, after that, we got to see Kurt Angle going up against Jinder Mahal, former guest of the show. Uh, <laughs> short matchup, Kurt Angle. You got to say it when we go through everyone that, that's been on the show, whatever you got to say. Just like earlier when we were talking about Tommaso Ciampa. Former guest of the show. Yes. And, when and we, you know, so funny, we've, we've also met Ricochet and Johnny yeah. Gargano. There's that picture where... Yeah, I love that picture yeah. so much, even more now. Yeah. I took a picture with Johnny Gargano and Ricochet photo bombs it. Yeah. Uh, if you it. want to see that picture, go to our Facebook. Yeah, go page. to our Facebook page. We have an album entitled The Podcast Crew Met. And you can see all the f- cool folks that we've met over the years. For you, who's the who's the cool? What's the coolest picture of you with someone that you've got in that in that album? Holy moly, man! You've met a lot of folks. Yeah, there's just a lot of El Generico. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, one of them was blurry. I don't know if this is on the podcast, but people don't know. Uh, Doug was taking a picture. Uh, of me and El Generico, we're in a bar, <laughs> and uh, out of nowhere, Roger Strong comes in and puts a straw in front of the camera, <laughs> so it was blurry. But no, man, there's a lot of people that I love taking pictures with. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Austin Aries, uh, Brian Danielson. You got one with times. AJ Styles, don't you? Uh, yeah, it was in TNA yeah. uh, when we saw it. Um, that's how I. That's how I got to meet Kurt Angle. Dude, I was ecstatic when uh, the WrestleMania that we went to, all of us together. We went yeah. to like the indie shows. That was and, like, awesome. All like the because this is the first time I've been around the independent scene and that size, and like all the independent wrestlers were peddling their merch. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first came, came up to the booth, I was like, "Well." Uh, how much is this Johnny Gargano shirt? So I don't know what you ask him. I was like, what? And he pops up. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. And it was so funny. Doug was like, yeah, they do that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't expect this. Kid in a candy store. Yes. I'm like, oh, they're everywhere. <laughs> the wrestlers. I was, man, I was so pumped and ecstatic. It was just freaking awesome. 
episode. Probably the coolest picture that I have. You probably know what it is. Um, it's the it's the one with me, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Scott Norton, and X Pac. Yes, all together. And Scott Norton's wife. And Scott Norton's wife, who was very kind. Uh, she was very nice to meet. Yeah. Um, that picture is really cool. <laughs> it got featured on WWE.com. Still on there. Still on there. If you well, you have to do a little bit of digging. You yes. have to find Scott Norton's I where are they now. That. I still have that picture on my phone. <laughs> um, and what's cool is that I printed the picture out, and then when we went to New Orleans, I brought that picture with me and got it signed by Scott Norton and Kevin Nash. And Scott Norton, what's really cool about Scott Norton is he really appreciates it because he he looked at it and he was like, oh man, that was such a fun day, and signed it. Whereas Scott Na- uh, uh, Kevin Nash was kind of like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> like, oh, all right, that's okay, right. Kevin. So now I just need to get Scott Hall and Xbox to sign it, and uh, and uh, nope. Scott Norton's nope, wife I to sign it. <laughs> get Scott Norton's wife to sign yeah, it. Yeah, so okay. can have all of. Well, not then, sign it while we're at it. Then right? Also, you sign it too. Okay. Yeah, because we'll you're that. that picture too. I'll sign it. That might be worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll decrease the value, sir. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that one's that one's probably one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites is you, me, and Doug with Booker T. Oh, man, that was awesome. That one was really neat. Big ass hands. Yeah. Um, and then. Well, Daniel Bryan at. Uh, that one was really cool. At Chili's. Yeah. I like that one. We should have gotten a picture together with with Daniel Bryan. Because that was cool. Because we did individuals. We didn't do a group, group photo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, really Matt cool Riddle, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he was such a nice guy. Um, I don't know. We met some really cool, um, really cool folks. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, so there's this event. I think it just passed. It was this past weekend, or maybe mm-hmm. it's this weekend. So I know, like, uh, the Pump Patrol mm-hmm. and uh, Steve DeMarco. Uh, they're wrestling in a bar called Griff's was actually the bar that I met actually Brian Danielson, Claudio oh. Castanoli. It was after WrestleMania nice. the 25. They're wrestling there. But they're having uh, – there's also another match. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, in Evolve. Remember Fred Yehi? Mm-hmm. He's going to be on that card. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, my God. I, did, I don't want to be a dick and stuff because <laughs> I enjoy those other wrestlers. And then people are like, oh, it's going to be awesome. I'm like, oh, Fred Yehi's on the card? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You I, got a picture gosh. with him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. See what you do. that's you, when we talked to him. He was yeah. cool as hell, man. What you do is you print that picture out and you bring it up there and have him sign it. I, I can't do that sure because I got other stuff I got to do. Oh, but, okay. man, I would love to... To talk to him again and yeah. just watch it. He's a talented guy. He was freaking talented. I mean, he was. Yeah. He is his talented and stuff. And man, see where <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want to like show those guys because all the people on on those cards are talented. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> can you imagine just like they post that card and they're talking about them like, oh yeah, Fred Yehi's on. I can't wait to see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with being a fan of a particular star. Yeah. Because you have like you have these independent wrestlers who do stuff all over the United States and all yeah. the world, but you you have wrestlers who are just in this state, yeah, itself. Which mm-hmm. um, uh, former guest of the show, Steve Demarco, yeah, yeah, I think he's done stuff he's out done, of state, yeah. out of state, but he he's is, more focused. He's like a, uh, in my opinion, he is like a uh, Texas independent like 
legend icon i don't know he's been wrestling like in independence for uh for texas for many years. years yeah he was also in like the list of uh pro wrestling illustrated and stuff mm-hmm. and he's just an amazing guy he really is yeah. um cool dude yes and i know he's on that card and um I wish I could have gone, or I don't know if it's passed or not. Mm. I don't know how to look it up. I have to talk to Jared and see. Did you see where Mick Foley's uh, in Houston tonight? For just doing a meet and greet. Uh, on his own, or is it something? That, it's at like uh, a sports memorabilia shop. Huh. Uh, I saw it was <clears throat> the same night that the Ring of Honor show was happening. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were at that same place. Oh, yeah, because you were originally going to go to that. I was, yeah. And then I got the opportunity to go backstage and talk to Ring of Honor superstars. And let's be honest, how can you pass that up? Um, so Mick Foley was there tonight, I think. DDP is going to be coming to that. And there was one other that I saw that I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool to see. Um, they had Hulk Hogan not too long ago, too. Brother, 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 brother. Um, so, yeah. We'll have to go and check it out one day. Um, <clears throat> let's see. We got to see a moment of bliss with Finn Balor. They got interrupted by uh, Leo Rush, um, which led into a match. Finn Balor ends up getting the victory, and Bobby Lashley was none too pleased with Leo Rush. Oh, yeah. If you go so out there where and they're just... getting at, like, if they're going to just, like, separate them completely, I'm like, if you're going to do that, that's that was fast. Yeah. This is going to lead to a Leo Rush face turn because Bobby Lashley is going to abuse him, saying, you're stupid, you're incompetent, and you're doing stuff for my approval, and I don't want your approval, and go out there by myself and do it. Man, did you watch that Ascension Heavy heavy Machinery segment? No. Thank God, dude. That was, that was a waste of time. They're in the same spot as the Ascension. Yes. They shouldn't have brought him up. It was, so, you could have put a mirror in front of him. I, I don't know where it was or someone told me or if I read this. Um, I don't know if you said it or not. I don't, I don't remember. My mind's not here, but where Ty Dillinger mind? wanted to try to go back to NXT. Yeah. Did you tell me that? Uh, we did. I, yeah, I did mention it last week on the, on the show. Allowed. And I've heard that with certain other superstars and stuff like that. Yeah. Unless you're a special case, because didn't Cameron do that? She did. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you're bringing up these talents like Heavy Machinery, and rather than getting them in front of the crowd, showing what they're capable of doing, you have them do, like, stupid skits. Like, anytime, and I've I've noticed this, anytime a WWE commentator comes out and says, this person just wants to have a good time, that's like that's like the seal of death. Because you had Adam Rose who came out. Oh, I was just here to have a good time. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. Oh, I'm just here to have a good time. Heavy machinery. Oh, I'm just here to have a good time. They tried to do it with Bailey. Oh, she's just here trying to have a good time. Like, no. You're not here to try to have a good time. You're here to wrestle and in the process have some fun. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, they're, they're treating them as jokes before they even perform. I mean, they've had, like, what, one or two matches? And they lost both of them. So yeah. it's like, how, how are the crowds supposed to get behind these guys? How is the crowd supposed to appreciate these guys when you know, you, you, you're not showing them any kind of respect? They're not getting to show anything that they can do to the crowd. That looks like a pretty good card. That was last weekend. Man, that's a good card. I wish I would have. 
Series Q, Lance Hoyt, and Gino. That's a good one. Yeah. Ryan Davison versus Latrell Upton. I don't know much about Upton, but that'd be a good one. Freddie A. High, JJ Blake. That'd be a good match. Aiden Cristiano and Australia Galactica. That'd be a good match. I don't know who the opponents for Pump Patrol has never heard of them. I haven't heard of the Marksman, but I'm sure that was a fine match. Buko Dow, he's a he's a Louisiana guy. Yeah, uh, Wildcat. Yeah, I'm not sure who uh, Michael Wolf is, but that looks like a really solid card. Yeah, I wish I could have gone to it, but I couldn't. So yeah, that was this past weekend, wasn't it? Yes. Dang, and I was in Houston. Well, I say that for part of the night. That was that mute, dude. I didn't even tell you about that muse. Oh my god. Amazing, huh? The best concert I've ever been to in my entire life. times I'm going to go with you and Man, see if they ever decide to like extend their concert and they come back to Houston, we're going. Because okay. that, that concert... You've been twice, right? This is my second time I, seeing I Muse. Want to, I want to see it. First one was okay. It was pretty good. They had like drones that flew through the air. And, oh, really? And synchronized and stuff. So that was kind of cool. This one... The lights, the audio, the stage production, the dancers, like this was the complete package of what a concert experience should be. Like this is hands down the absolute, you know how much I love gorillas. Yes. This blew gorillas out of the water. Really? I went and saw Metallica. That was an amazing concert and I was deaf for two days. This (laughs) blew that out of the water. This is the best concert. That's saying something. This is the best concert I've ever been to in my life. And Kelsey and I both looked at each other after the concert and was like, I hope they release a DVD of this because this was incredible. Who opened for him? Uh, Walk the Moon. They did the song what Shut Up and Dance with Me. Oh, okay. This woman is my I think that's the only song I know from. Drunk. They did another one that was like one foot in front of the other. Anyway, you might not know that one. But uh, for those of you who might, walk them in. They open for them. But dude, I'm going to have to show you some of the videos I got on my phone because it was insane. And I'll have to steal my wife's phone and show you the videos on there because that was it was crazy. Like at one point, and I knew this was coming because I had seen a teaser video about it. And I told I told Kelsey and I told uh, her friend Amanda, I was like, you're going to see, you might see something that's in pretty insane. And they're like, what is it? I was like, I'm not exactly sure. But when you see it, it's going to be crazy. Jaws dropped when they saw it and they and uh Kelsey's friend amanda looks at me and i go i've i told you like this is what i was talking what about was it? it was um a giant like robot skeleton that comes out it's like a giant inflatable that they create a puppet for yeah its mouth opens with a light shining out of it and they have it like swinging its hand trying to grab uh matt the lead singer it's insane wow like i had never seen anything like that before and kelsey was like my jaw dropped and stayed open for the entire length that he was out like four songs deep i'm still like this is insane that's awesome it was incredible i was like god i wish i was was, like tyler were here because he would have loved it you would have loved it that sounds amazing it was incredible um, I'm gonna have to show you the videos and stuff, but yeah, it was great. It was great. I loved it. Um, let's see. So we saw Strowman and Lashley fight before their match begins. Something I don't care about. Waste of time. Okay, you took away the thing I cared about. Not you personally. WWE. I liked. I did it. 
I liked Lashley with the Intercontinental title Booby and Lashley. with Leo Rush. That'll teach you, you to took like the something. Title off him, and you're breaking them up. That'll teach you to like something, sir. I don't like it. I hope you learn something. I learned that you can't trust WWE. Sure you can. You can trust WWE. WWE loves and knows all. WWE loves fucking you over. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so, yeah. So, then we got to see Drew McIntyre defeat Dean Ambrose with some help from Elias. Then Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin came out to beat down Ambrose. And then Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns came out and made the save. Okay. After, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I looked at Dean in the uh, in the ring. In the special eye. Well, that's a unique eye from you, sir. Uh, after that, we got to see Bailey going up against Nia Jax. And what better way to have Nia Jax be a dominant performance than to lose clean to Bailey. <laughs> so dominant. I mean, at this point, I can't take anything that Nia Jax says seriously, even if she's being serious. It was before this point I could never take her serious. Yeah. I mean, this was so... This was bad. This was just bad. Like, I'm done with Nia Jax, to be honest. Forever. Not Maybe not forever. Like, she still has a chance to, to turn redeem things around herself. and redeem herself. Yeah. But right now... Her in-ring work is mediocre. Her mic skills are less than mediocre. Like, she's injured so many people in the past, and I know accidents happen. Maybe she doesn't know her own strength, but good Lord. Like, get it together. Get your shit together. And I'm sorry, but Tamina has nothing to offer to this tag team. She flies through the air like a body falling through the air. I would say something, but it'd be hurtful to don't the thing that I was... Huh? I don't know what you're going to say. Don't be a psycho? Don't be a sicko. Oh, a sicko? No, I was going to make it like a comparison, but then I was like, no, that would be mean to the comparison. Just watch the Elimination Chamber and then like, watch her do the <laughs> splash so thing. Yes, she did. It's they like, actually got a good angle of that. Like, we saw it raw. <laughs> we saw it raw. It was not good. It was... Um... Let's talk about this Ric Flair birthday celebration because I really liked it. I like the fact that they went to the length that they did. Mm-hmm. They brought out Ricky Steamboat. They brought out Sting, who has not been seen on WWE programming in like over a year. They went to this length to create a storyline. I knew it was a storyline once Rick didn't come out. Yeah. And, and I was like, what can know, they that's do? That's kind of like the duh kind of moment. See, here's the thing. Had they cut the camera before they introduced him it would have made a lot more sense to me because and here's the thing like you know how i'm about camera angles and, and <laughs> this is very the, anal the way i loved the fact that they showed a faraway camera shot of batista dragging the cameraman yeah i loved that because one adds element of suspense because you don't immediately know who it is the fact that he is forcibly dragging someone and the fact that you hear him say, stay right here, do not go anywhere. And then he goes into Ric Flair's locker room. Like, see, the reason why I have an issue with it is because Ric Flair's music played and they cut it off as if to say, oh, he's not here. Um, I'm pretty sure he would have already been near the production truck or wherever it was to go out on stage. So had they suddenly interrupted when they were talking like if as soon as they unveiled the title belt 
the championship belt that was dedicated to Ric Flair, had they immediately cut to that, I was I felt like that would have been a little more impactful instead of doing the fake let's play the music and and do all that. Like had they cut off the celebration immediately mm-hmm. and just be like something's going on backstage, we need you guys to know yeah. about this. I felt like that would have made an even bigger impact. Um because, you know, the fact that Batista grabbed the cameraman forced him away. He went into Ric Flair's locker room and this would have been before Ric Flair even came out, you know. So as opposed to after the fact that his music played. So that's where I have the little that's where I have a little issue. Now they're going to set up for a Batista Ric Flair match. Yes, that's <laughs> where we're going. No, unfortunately not this time. <laughs> so, uh so he drags out Ric Flair. We don't see the beat down because he's 70 years old and he can't get be on doing, the floor. Can't be doing that. Yeah. He can. I mean, I know he can. He can still drop elbows on concrete. <laughs> I know he can, but they don't want him to. Don't drop an elbow on concrete. Yeah. So, um, you know, so Batista um, decked out, all dressed to the nines. With a nose ring. Yeah. Well, he's had that. He's I don't remember for, that. Yeah. He's had it for a long time. I think he had like a stud for a while or something. I don't know. He's a stud. Yeah. He's Drax the Destroyer. He's going to destroy that ass. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, one of the things that I found really funny is that someone posted a meme and it was like, how did how did he get backstage without anyone knowing? Yeah. So and like, it yeah. showed the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's mastered the staying really still and <laughs> no one seeing him. Um, but I thought this was great. Uh, I thought it would have been a lot better had they done what I just said. But uh, overall, I thought it was great. It was a very nice surprise. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting Batista. No. Once Um, you saw him, I was like, oh, they're pulling the trigger on this. Yeah. And that's where I was, too. I was like, I immediately went back to the SmackDown celebration. Oh, you know, you've beaten everybody in the business except for me. You know, had that stare down and all that. So this was. He's never beat Triple H. I mean, no, no Triple H's H's never, H's never beat, beat him. him. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. So that's this is what's God. This I is hope be Triple H doesn't beat him. Well, I mean, why else would they tell this story? Batista wins, then he retires from wrestling. For good. <laughs> <laughs> Goes on to retire and say, yeah. you know what? Yeah, you still he, never beat me. He finished in in game. Yeah. And then he, they're gonna have a separate Drax movie, and in the middle of the movie, he's gonna turn and look at the camera like. Fuck you, Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's That'd it. be pretty funny. Um, so, yeah. All in all, Raw was okay. It had some good moments. Um, the wrestling, meh. <laughs> um, SmackDown, man. Let's talk about SmackDown. Cause, uh, yeah, man. We've been we've been having fun this episode with our crazy talks. And drinks. Hour and 20 and minutes And drink, in. I mean. <laughs> um, so, SmackDown. Kofi Kingston and New Day come out. Dana Bryan's already at the Did chair. You, okay, sorry. Keep on going. I'll say it. Whenever. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you expect Kevin Owens to come out? I did not. This episode? I did not. Because they said that he was a month out. Yeah. What? Two weeks ago? Yeah. They got us. They did. Well, here's the thing. I think this was a last minute decision. I know he has a new tattoo. Yeah. You can tell on his the, arm. Got but the does sleeve. he look a little buffer or a little he bit look, thinner? He looks like he slimmed down a little bit. That's what Not I a whole lot, but Not enough. a whole lot. Daryl, my wife, was like, no, he doesn't. I was like, something's different other than the tattoo. He yeah. looks a little He's different. He slimmed down a little bit. Maybe his arms are a little bigger, too? I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but I was cracking up when this, this segment was happening. You know, not for what actually happened, but because of what could have happened, where... You know, 
Vince comes out and it's like, you're being replaced by, and I was like, Charlotte Flair. (laughs) Damn it. We're repeating history here. So Charlotte's going to pull double duty. I know. So I guess they're going to try to do a triple threat. No, I don't think so. Here's what I think. I think that um, this became a bigger story with Kofi getting the praise and admiration from the crowd. I think that this, I think this changed. I think the crowd's reaction changed Vince's mind of when Kofi was going to face Daniel Bryan because the rumor. So now you're saying at Mania, the rumor was that it was going to be Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania with Kofi getting his match at Fastlane, but the crowd is undoubtedly behind Kofi Kingston right now. So, how do we get? from a to b or actually we have to go a to c because we still have to stop at b b being fast lane so the best way you do it get the crowd to love kofi even more by screwing him out of his championship opportunity giving it to kevin owens and then if kevin owens comes up short then you have kofi kingston versus daniel bryan kofi earns he's in a weird spot he earns his way again Character wise, he's not a who is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, he's a good guy. He came in as a good guy. Um, he came in serious, but he's a good guy. The talk that he had with uh, with Stephanie and and Shane, I wouldn't be surprised after this little bit that they would change him back to a heel. Oh quick, yeah, quickly. Well, the talk was to have him come back as a face, as sort of be an everyday man, you know, because if you look at old promos with Mister Perfect. He was in a bowling alley, bowling strikes, whereas Kevin Owens was in there. Nah, he screwed up. He got a he got a gutter, or he knocked down two or three pins. And he, yeah, not bad. So they're trying to build him as an everyday man. Uh, you know, going out to the movies with the kids, having a good time. You know, doing this and that. Um, so they're gonna have him come back as a face. And he even talked to Stephanie and Shane backstage. And was like, look, you know, I feel for Kofi. You know, like, did you see how smug Daniel Bryan and Rowan were looking? Let's, you know, let's have Kofi and me t- team up and go up uh, up against these guys. And then even after the match, after they get got the win, you know, Kevin Owens goes up to Kofi and is like, "Dude, I feel for you. If if I end up defeating Daniel Bryan, you get the title shot. You get the first. You get the first opportunity." So they are trying. They're trying to like put a band aid over it of saying, you know, he's he's a good guy for now he's just he was just chosen as vince mcmahon's person you know so the spot could have gone to anybody but you know he's gonna be he's still a good guy i love kevin owens yes um so i really think i really think this is gonna build to kofi kingston daniel bryan wrestlemania because kofi's had daniel bryan's number he's pinned him two two times a lot of people's pinned daniel bryan yeah that's true Again, uh, uh, that's a prime example of a champion not being booked strongly. Now, Daniel Bryan is the type of heel that it doesn't matter because he's such an amazing heel that he's coming out and still getting the crowd invested in him and all that. So, you know, whenever he loses, it's a big deal for the good guy. Mm-hmm. So this would be a good opportunity. WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston, maybe get that moment. Get it. But we'll talk about that, you know, as we get closer to WrestleMania because that would be a huge moment for him. Yeah. Um. And even have bigger implications. Uh, that He's we'll never talk, won that we'll the WWE t- title. He has not. And here's the thing. Here's the here's. I'll go ahead and dive. It's also into be it. a good way to uh, let the new day go separate for a little bit. No, they don't even have to separate. 
um, because you know they've come well, they out still and, be together, but like uh, Biggie and Xavier do their own thing while yeah, they could. Kofi's the main champion, mm-hmm. taking on people. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's what would make it such a big deal. For years, I'm talking, you know, decades now. Fans have complained there's never been an African American as WWE champion. Now, you might make a claim that The Rock has, which a lot of people do. Didn't Bobby Lashley win the main title at one point? ECW champion. He was also world heavyweight champion. Yeah, he was world heavyweight. That's not the WWE championship. That was a main champion. Well, no, but that's the stipulation that everyone is throwing up. It's like there's a difference between the WWE championship and the world heavyweight championship. World heavyweight champion was the big gold belt, right? That was a main championship on one of the big brands. Right. But it was not the W it was not labeled as I don't the W I don't that's, see a problem. And that's and that's the other side of the complaint. That's the other side of the of the of the uh, debate. It's like what's what's the difference? Well the difference is one's the world heavyweight championship and the other one is the WWE championship, which has only been held by the Rock. You know, Mark Henry won the world heavyweight championship was never wwe champion you know that's just being nitpicky it might be but it's still a big issue for a lot of fans so this could be the opportunity to have you know someone come out win the championship and and you know put all the other stuff behind make it all in the past you know and i'm really interested to hear what Mark Henry has to say about that, because that's been a that's been a debate for a long time, uh, and I'm gonna try and ask him about that tomorrow, and see and see his thoughts. Be like, okay, so there has been a lot of debate about the WWE and World Heavyweight Championship. You know, does it qualify? Does it not? I mean, both were main titles. One could make a claim that ECW was a main title. Yeah. Which one? The WWE version. The giant silver one that they had. Would you yeah. consider that to be one of the main prestige yeah. belts? It was the main title, yeah. Because it was like at the time, it was their third brand. Yeah. So, yes. Just like right now, people don't consider it, but the third brand or third or fourth. Third, yeah, third brand NXT. Yeah. And fourth brand is NXT UK. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the thing. Like it was, it was always you know they always hold the WWE Championship above the others. You know, like you might be World Heavyweight Champion, but you're not WWE Champion. So that's that's kind of where the argument stems from. It was this is number one and this is number A. You know, it's a different category, but it's it's still the same thing. But they, you know, whatever. Anywho. Let's not get into that big debate. Yeah, no. Let's don't do but, that. Um, but, yeah, so Vince has replaced Kofi with Kevin Owens. We got to see. Which that was awesome. I was like, hell yeah, Kevin Owens. <laughs> we did get to see the uh, the Hardy Boys re- uh, return to go up against the bar. Looking good. Matt. Matt, especially. Jeff. Man, Jeff, I don't know, man. Like, it's the Kurt Angle complex for me. He's lost so much of his speed to me like whenever he's i watch him not in, uh, yes he's lost certain things but he is in my opinion he's not in the category as kurt angle <laughs> well kurt angle is 50 years old and you know has had extensive neck issues and i mean as but he has some issues jumping off shit and i'm just gonna come out and say it. i don't think kurt angle should wrestle anymore i agree i second that i think you know he's 
Shame on WWE doing that. Well, I know they gave him the permission and all that stuff, and I know Kurt still wants to wrestle. And, and stuff that's the like thing. That. Like, is it is it's it WWE's it? fault or is it his fault for saying, "Yeah, I want to keep competing." Both. Yeah. I don't Both. Know. It's a double-edged sword, I guess. He um, is like a a fragile bird. <laughs> Birds don't drink milk. <laughs> Uh, after that, we got to see R-Truth issuing an open challenge, just like his hero, his childhood hero. When I grew up, I want to be just like John, John Cena. Cena, which is what funny. What would John Cena do? Which is funny, because R-Truth is actually older than John Cena. Um, so he issued the open challenge. Andrade uh, answered the call, and then Rey Mysterio answered the call. Rey Mysterio. Um, R-Truth asking Carmella, what would John Cena do in this situation? Carmella saying, well, he would challenge them both. And Damn, that's brave. I chuckled at that. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. Damn, that's brave. So he said, all right, you know what? Just for you, John Cena, I'm going to do it. And I love the fact that John, uh, that R-Truth busted out some John Cena moves. Did yeah. the You Can't See Me, among others. I thought that was great. That was humorous. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that just goes to show who has, you know, actual comedy and who has, like, WWE scripted comedy in there. So, um, but R-Truth ends up pertaining to... Uh, he defeated Andrade and Rey Mysterio to retain his United States Championship. Uh, we already talked about Charlotte wanting to go to Raw, be handed the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, we got to see Aleister Black teaming up with Ricochet again to go up against Rusev and well, Shinsuke. Like that backstage segment when Lana came that up to him weird. and talking, and they were both talking. They were like nudging each other. Yeah, Aleister Black and Ricochet and that stuff. Was weird. Just like my tattoos. They tell my story. Yeah. Rusev. Will fade to black. That's what your tattoos say. Yes. Okay. Sorry. They all I, fade to black. I can't read it. Everyone. Fades your tattoos to black. fade to black. So the newly formed team of Rusev and Shinsuke just lost. You know the whole. Let's f- be honest. All the, the like I just said, like the four guys that came up, uh, who's been on Raw and SmackDown for the last four shows or whatever. Yeah. Or some have. They've all won. Mm-hmm. But where are they going? And that's the thing. We like, do not know. Yeah. They may not know either. And it's just the fact that Ricochet and Alistair Black are teaming together. It's just strange don't bother to me. me that much. It's just strange. Like, I know they teamed up for halftime heat, and, like, that was a one-time... That should have been a one-time thing. Like, for me, Alistair Black is his own guy. Yeah. Like, Ricochet is his own human highlight reel. I, I just don't see them as a pairing. It, it, it doesn't just doesn't make me. sense. Like DIY, fine. They used to be a tag team. I'm cool. Do it with yourself. It. Yes. Exactly. That's what it that's what it's for. Um but anyways, whatever. Who cares? AJ Styles had a segment talking about how he wants to fight or something. I don't know, kinda of tuned out. And <laughs> uh Randy Orton appeared behind him and so we're teasing this match. Do you have any interest in seeing AJ versus Randy? Kind Orton? of, because I think this is going to be the first time where they're going to have a feud one on one. They may have yeah. fought each other, but I don't think they've ever had a feud. Yeah, this will be their which first feud. It's kind of a fresh matchup. So. Another first. Yeah, I mean they fought each other, but it's not like a, like I said a feud. So yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, supposedly this is going to be set up for a Mania match between the two. Let it be, and so it shall. Uh, and then we said Kofi Kingston and Kevin Owens ended up defeating Daniel Bryan and Rowan in a fine match. It was good. Yeah. Not bad. 
Yep. Uh, so yeah, so that pretty much does it for SmackDown. As far as hot topics, uh, did we talk about this already or not? WWE made their releases. No, I don't think so. Uh, so they came to terms with the release of Hideo Itami finally, Ty Dillinger <laughs> finally, finally, and TJ Perkins okay. Um, but the one that was surprising was apparently they they released uh, Arn Anderson or he chose to leave. However, story you read, whatever they came to terms with his release. Um, supposedly there was a altercation altercation backstage uh, between Arn Anderson and Vince McMahon and. Uh, it led to Arn Anderson leaving. Who knows what Hideo really knows. went down. So, Hideo, let's talk about this one. Finally, uh... He's been injury prone, man. And that's the thing. It like, sucks. Yeah. It happens. It does. It happens to the best. And, uh, unfortunately, he just was never able to get off the ground and go. No never telling. Never got to show the world so what I guess he was these guys are going to be under a, a 90-day no-compete clause. Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. I would think he would go back to Japan. I wouldn't think That's, he would go to AEW. Maybe go back to Noah where he came from. Yeah, not from, but he's he did you know Noah's where he worked there. before, yeah. and and that's been that's been the top rumor that he that he is uh, bound for for Japan. I won't be surprised if he appears in AEW. Um, I would be surprised if Ty Dillinger does. You would um, be surprised. I would. I, Why? I've, I know he's friends with Cody. Well, yeah, or that's what has been. Uh, reported yeah. on some of the articles I've read. I mean, they might, they might try and grab him because I mean, he's somewhat of a name, and uh, but part of me I is feel just like, like he needs to make his own path in the Indies. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, like let him go find himself. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of like how Drew McIntyre did. Like he left WWE, went and reinvented himself essentially. Um, and I feel like that would be good for Ty Dellinger as opposed to going to AEW. Maybe he comes out and says, you know what? Let me figure out who I'm going to be. And then if one day I decide, yeah, I'll come back. And if the door's open, then I'd love to work for you guys. Uh, TJ Perkins out the door as well. Hey, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I feel for the kid because, uh, you know, they he, they went through the, through the trials of the Cruiserweight Open Classic whatever yep. it was cruiserweight classic um the very first cruiserweight champion tjp did impact lost it and then never got back to that ground yeah still one of the cooler entrance themes and, yeah that uh, was cool when that happened yeah but uh other than that yeah see you around kid i don't know i don't know where he'll land up who knows but uh yeah um so i was talking to a guy that we know uh named richard and um no, not that guy. Not Richard Morales. Um, he was saying, wouldn't it be crazy if AEW got Arn for like a commissioner? I think that would be great. Or something backstage or like yeah. a commissioner role. Like he's yeah. on air like commissioner or something like that. Like that's one of the things that I'm curious about as to what the altercation was. Like who instigated it? Is Arn Anderson known for that kind of behavior? You know, because supposedly... He was good friends with John Cena, and now John Cena is not really there anymore to kind of be that bubble to to protect Arn Anderson. So that's weird saying that. What? John Cena's not there. He was the bubble to protect Arn Anderson. Yeah, well, you know, it's weird. Like they were friends, and you know, you don't want to upset your top talent. Well, top talent's not here anymore. Sorry. Um, so I'm really curious 
as to what led the altercation, you know, who's instigating it and such, because, you know, you don't, you don't want anyone to bring any kind of negativity into the locker room. So if it was more of a, just a disagreement or something, it must be crazy. Like working for that company. Cause if there's times you, or a lot of times you have to walk on eggshells mm-hmm. just to keep your damn job. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So I'm just curious. Because I'm curious as to what the what if, the cause was. Yeah, if it was, or if there's some higher ups who's like, I don't want to hear no sass from you. Yeah. Or I don't want to hear this, this, and you have to walk on eggshells just mm-hmm. because of that. Man, that's nuts. I mean, certainly Arn Anderson has experience and has wisdom and knowledge that he could share with the backstage locker room. So that would still be a a big grab for AEW. Now, as far as what led to his release, you know, has yet to be determined or whatever. So we'll have to find out later on, but you know that would be interesting. Um, in WWE news, the Hall of Fame inductee Honky Tonk Man, the Honky Donkey Man, was the Intercontinental Champion for an amazing fifty-three weeks. <laughs> I, Santino Moreda, have been Intercontinental Champion for an amazing two weeks. Bing. Bring out the Honkometer. <laughs> That was good. That was, yeah, was. good I Santino stuff. Yeah. So thoughts on Honky Tonk Man going in the Hall of Fame? Cool. Cool. It's <laughs> nothing but bullshit. It's what it is. Fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about Sabu? No. Uh, so ECW original Sabu has had his Twitter account suspended for, for homophobic tweets mm. directed towards Renee Young. Really? Yeah. Why? Who knows? What was he saying to her? Oh, I'll let you do the research on that one. I don't want to say it, but basically he said, you know, some, I'll, homophobic, I'll some homophobic tweets uh, that uh, landed him some hot water, got his uh, his account suspended. How old is Sabu? Too old to know better. You know what? Old enough to know better. Damn, I want to go to a wrestling event where wrestlers that... You know, we grew up watching. One is in trouble, so Sandman comes out, and he looks like he's going to help, but he's not, and he's just going to walk around (laughs) while the other people get their butt kicked. Yeah. And then when he gets in the ring, he gets his butt kicked. Yes. And he drinks a couple beers all the way. Yes, I would like to go to an event like that. Yeah, you wish you could ride this motherfucker (laughs) like I can. That's good footage I got there. You did. We, yeah, that was good. Hey, Buck, you wish you could ride this motherfucker like I can. I'm still pissed off at that lady. What lady? The lady who was there at that event that told him we were with a podcast. I'm like, damn it. You ruined everything. We were supposed to sit down. Well, maybe not sit down. But we were supposed to talk to Sandman, talk to Billy Gunn about the event. And as soon as she said podcast, I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we're not talking to podcast people. Sorry. Got to talk to Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Got to talk to Lance Hoyt. Got to talk to Moose. Got to talk to Matt Stryker. Got to talk to Vicky Guerrero. Got to talk to Tommy Dreamer. You guys don't want to talk to us? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, lady. Can't believe it's that podcast. No. Bitch. That's that lady. It's because she looked at my shirt. I was like, no, we're at the radio station. Oh. They're with the podcast. Damn it. Oh, it did say. It. I know what it said. 
but that could have been anybody's shirt that I was wearing, sir. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> speaking of casting, StarCast, you know, that little event that's going to be taking place in Las Vegas prior to AEW's Double or Nothing, you know that one. Yeah, yeah, It's supposed to uh, happen with uh, a particular um, not-living fellow known as the, uh, the dead, known as the dead man. You that might know guy. him from a little stint in WWE as the undertaker. Uh, Starcast has apo- applied for a trademark for dead man talking. Um, could be a possible attraction for the undertaker. Now, some or people are, if he's doing a podcast himself, that's the thing. Some people are speculating. It could be a podcast that he's going to be doing, or it could be sort of like a, a special that he does with Starcast. Uh, during the event. So, news 11 on that one. That's pretty much does it for your hot topics. Hot topics. Do you have anything? I do not. This was a fun episode. Yes. I liked it. It was good. Cheers. Cheers to you, sir. Cheers to the freaking weekend. <laughs> We're not close to the weekend yet. We're halfway there. Halfway there. Yeah. I drink to that. There you go. So uh, that's going to do it for us this week. So if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, MS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Uh, also go to WNSPodcast.com. Why not? Do it. You can listen to all of our previous episodes. Do Many it. Many of our previous 400 episodes. Yes. Not all of them, but listen a good chunk of them. Listen uh, to uh, our first guest, Corporal Robinson. I don't know if that one's on there. Piss. It... it, it <laughs> <laughs> that was such a strange reaction. Uh, it kicks off, I think, uh, at the episode with Ryan Howe. Skidmarks. Oh, okay. Skidmarks. There yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. That guy. <laughs> um, yeah. You're rocking with the podcast. <laughs> you guys are rocking WNS podcast. <laughs> um. <laughs> um but no, if you want to listen to our interview with Corporal Robinson, you can easily go on our YouTube channel, WNS Video. You know what not to call me. You know what not to call me. Who was that? That was Skidmarks. Was it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he didn't like the name Skidmarks. Damn. I, man. And if people are I lost that to this, intro. Yeah. If you don't know who Skidmarks is, it was one of the tough enough seasons where Booker T called this guy skid marks yeah and like that stuck with him which he did not like it steve austin hosted yes he did that not one like that it. had uh martin casals aka marty the moth mm-hmm. and it also had matt cross yeah on it as well he did not like skid and it marks. had cameron yeah hey cameron he did not like skid marks and it stuck with him and i don't know if he's still wrestling or not he does i'm friends with him on facebook i guess uh people don't call him skid marks no he's rock star right now Whatever. If I ever go to an event with him in it, I'm gonna <laughs> yell bring skid marks. Just bring, just bring a white sign. Take some brown markers. <laughs> just draw streaks on it. <laughs> She'd be like, Brian, skid marks. Yeah, yeah. If anyone is going to an event, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, poor Ryan. Bring it back, Booker. I, I'm not the Get one to made sign it. it. I'm not the one who made it up. Okay, it's Booker T hey, who made oh, it. Up. You're throwing Booker T under the bus. Well, now. no, I'm not throwing him under the bus. He's the now, one who called him that. We are friends with people who are no, close I to Booker know. T. I know. I'm we not, don't need to be getting. I am not throwing shade. On we don't need Booker to be getting T. blacklisted from Booker T's friends. I am friends. not throwing shade on Booker T at all. It's just if you watch Tough Enough, he was the one who called him. Kevin, once. if you're listening, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Love you. <laughs> 
Brad, if you're out there listening, next time you're hosting your show with uh, with Booker T, I'm conversations. sorry, never can give you up. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong for that. <laughs> Anywho, I'm wrong for laughing at it because it's it's still funny, but it's wrong. Never gonna get, never gonna give. Anywho, I'm sorry. It's been a night of alcohol, is what it has been. Yep. Although, was that a lot of alcohol? I don't think. Nope. So. I just haven't drank in a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, my tolerance went down. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, where were we? We're at the end of the show. We are at the end of the show, and I don't okay. think I have anything else to say. Okay. Well, if you want to follow us, oh yeah, you can follow us on on insert the insert the name stitcher beyond pod player.fm and satchel <laughs> just search wrestling news source podcast and you can follow us on twitter yes at dominus podcast you can follow me on twitter at dominus underscore daniel which by the way um, i gained a follower in the process of doing the show which is cool also um, uh follow tyler tyler underscore a bear yeah. also look up noah perryman <laughs> mf butthole mf butthole <laughs> <laughs> at mf butthole on twitter <laughs> It's a real thing, folks. Look it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> contribute to our GoFundMe if you want yes. us to see the Choco yes. Challenge. Choco Challenge. <laughs> Choco. Choco. <laughs> you were Choco drinking Ona. too much tonight, sir. Choc- is it Choco or Choco? I thought it was Choco. Okay. We'll call it the Choco Challenge. Choco. Choco Challenge. I just want Choco Challenge because, you know, whatever. Choke it. Choke it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fucking hug it. Chug it. Football. Fuck. I need to go home. All night. Yeah, go curl up next to your wife actually i gotta go run some errands before i, I go home shit man no i gotta go check uh, i gotta go get my clothes and then we gotta go talk to mark henry tomorrow yes we i gotta get my be, clothes for my mom we need to be like, on our a games uh, or yeah my uh shit. my clothes is at my mom so i gotta go get that because that. that's i gotta i need clothes to wear to work tomorrow well, and i need clothes for um i gotta dress nice for the interview so just a nice you know button down shirt polo Sure. A suit. If you got one. I do not. You know who does? This, this guy. guy. God, I got a me. suit. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. How oh, good. They open up at 9.30 tomorrow. Maybe I can run over Sorry there. Sorry for the rambling tonight, guys. Hey, man. You don't have to apologize to our listeners. They can skip forward the parts that they want to hear. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. That's going to do it for us this week. Let's go ahead and close this out. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I love you. <laughs> I'm Tyler Abraham. That's great. <laughs> and we'll catch you all next week.